You're listening to episode 216. Let's learn how to create time freedom. Take a listen. Hey, welcome back to another summer session on Same Boat Huddle. Today we're talking all about time freedom and even before I hit record, I was like, well, crap, I'm not going to be able to, <laughs> this is not a 15 minute episode. Um, and that's just the reality of it, that this isn't something we learn in a 15 minute listen on a podcast. There are so many other components, but we can't change it overnight and we do learn pieces by pieces. So I'm really excited to share some perspective shifts for you because once we're aware of that, that's where things can really change. Now there's a lot of, just as a disclosure, there are a lot of tools and um, training, if you will, around how to schedule differently that I'm not going to do in this episode. That's everything I do in my mentorship and in the coaching program of LGA. Um, And I do have lots of pieces of that through my blog, through my website, I'm sure through plenty of episodes on Uh, how to schedule. In fact, I'm 100% sure I have a blog post on um, energetically schedule, like energetic scheduling. So if you want, you can head to that after here. But today, what I really want to talk about is kind of our perception around what time freedom actually is and how we do create that. So I have a question that I want to ask you and really to think about. And the question is, If you had more time in your day to day, not like in your years or days of the month or anything like that, but truly just your day to day, like the monotony of your day to day, if you had more time, what would you want to be able to do with that extra time? And even pause this and think about it for a second. And now I want you to take a moment to ask yourself, if I had more energy in my my day to day in the monotony and the things I do throughout the day, if I have more energy, what what is it that I would want to be able to do? And I'm really curious to know, and you can even let me know, because I, I love these, I truly love having conversations with you guys. Even if I don't email you back right away, that's my boundary around email. Um, I'm, I'm, I love, I love, love, love seeing your names come up in my email. Are your answers the same? And I think, I don't, you know, there's no way that 100% it would be. And I'd be really curious, especially if yours are different answers. That's really fun for me to explore more because you help teach me as well. I asked these questions to my husband and, and his first, you know, if you had more time, he goes, I'd spend more time with my family. I said, well, what if you had more energy? He was like, well, I'd spend more time with my family <laughs> as my phone rings. Oh, my goodness. So I was like, so... so. <laughs> What's the difference between the two? Is it that we really need more time in our day or is it that we need more energy? Because even just reflecting on the spending time with family, I'll tell you that oftentimes, the and not always, I know some of our days are so jam-packed, but really what does it mean to want more time with our family? It's like we want to feel more connected to them typically, right? Not 100% of the time, but that's often the emotion, the feeling that we want to feel is to feel connected with our family. So I don't know about you guys, but let's just pretend the day, all the minutes are really filled, right? You know, the, you run out the door with the kids at school and everything's crazy and you're nagging them to get there. And uh, and then you pick them up and nagging some more and get your homework done and you're you're just frazzled and you're but you spend time with them in the morning you spend time with them in the car on the way home helping them with homework getting dinner together um and then often I don't know about you guys but like when my husband and I are really depleted 
we are real quick with bedtime. Like just go to bed, get to bed fast because I am snapping. So the time is there to spend with them. Our energy isn't there to spend with them. Even on the fullest of days, if we had the energy, we'd be able to be like, hey, let's read a book before bed. Or why don't we, let's sit down and play 15 minutes of go fish before I start making dinner, right? That's around energy, not the time that we need. So it's really important to recognize that when we're saying we want time freedom, when we want more time, we don't have enough time, it's not really time, it's the energy that we need. So with this perspective, it's also recognizing our relationship with time and how we view time, the perspective. So in my book, I talk about Kairos and Kronos time. It's also referred to, so Kairos is connected to what's called Einsteinian time and Kronos time is connected to what's called Newtonian time. It's also the difference between feminine energy and masculine energy. So masculine is that structure. It's there's 60 seconds in a minute and there are 60 minutes in an hour, etc. But then there's the feminine time which is how you experience it. So I always give the example of waiting at a a red light. If you're in no rush to go anywhere, that red light, like you don't even pay attention to the time. It could be 120 seconds, which is so long to sit at a red light, right? That you'd be sitting there and like don't even notice. And then if you're running late to work or an appointment or something like that, that 120 120 seconds feels like it lasts forever, right? Or when you're hanging out with a friend you haven't seen in a long time, a minute feels like a second. And again, if you're sitting at that red light running late to go see that friend, a minute feels like an hour, right? It's So there's no difference in the amount of time that just happened, but our experience with it feels different. The, the experience where we're like, oh my gosh, I'm running late. Ah. There's so much tension and exertion of energy from our body. And then you get to the place and there's like this release and you're exhausted. Oh my gosh, right? You're just, you're like, oh man, that was. So when we're running around tense like that all day because of how we're relating with our time, it leaves us feeling so depleted. This is when we start snapping at our kids. It's when we don't want to connect with them because we're, we have no bandwidth left right? But when we're nice and relaxed and just sitting in the in the the quantum physics of time, we're just there and experiencing it. And it's like, oh, wow, time flies when you're having fun, right? So it's learning to sink into that feminine energy of time to be able to experience it with more of that ease and not so much white knuckling because that's what drains us of our energy and makes us feel like we don't have enough time when really it's like we don't have enough energy it's not to say like I am even hearing someone say like dude if I'm too like if I'm if I'm running 10 minutes late for a meeting that's not an illusion I'm actually running 10 minutes late for a meeting yeah 100 percent but we kind of have to backtrack around like I'm even thinking of the rushing with the kids in the morning we have to manage our energy so that we don't fall into that rhythm, the cycle of always running late, right? That feeling of that rush and that tense and, oh, we're done. We have to go here. When we're able to release that rush, and I'll tell you something, and my kids are learning this and we talk about this all the time because we run late. Oh my gosh. Like I'm not sitting here saying we're not the kind who don't run around rushing to get out the door. But even if we're running late, because it happens, I tell the kids, don't rush. It's just going to make us later. 
Like, let it go. We're not going to go into school feeling like that. We're not going to go into your sports practice feeling all tense because it'll waste your energy. It's not going to get us there faster. It just kind of is what it is, right? And it's how we handle the the few minutes late. So you can manage your energy on a bigger scale so that these situations are, are less frequent. And then also managing your energy in these isolated incidents so that like if you're running 10 minutes late, you sitting at the stoplight feeling that tense isn't going to change what time you get there. It's going to change your energy that because that's the only thing we can control, right? So it's really getting into that meeting or that appointment or whatever and saying like, I, I really apologize for running behind schedule getting here. Thank you so much for still seeing me or still having me here. I value your time too, right? So it's that feels a lot calmer and being able to move past it and through it instead of holding onto that energy throughout the day. Because then that's what seeps into every single part of the day. And that's when you stub your toe and you spill your coffee and you run the stop sign and get in a fender bender and um, you have that running late feeling and then you get to the end of the day and you're so exhausted and like, I just don't have enough time. I don't have enough time to do anything, right? This is an energy. This is an energy that you're feeling. It's not the time itself. So then it's asking yourself, how do you actually want, like, well, first it's asking, how do I feel day to day? So those of you listening who are like, oh, time freedom, teach me how. I want you to ask yourself, how do I feel from my day to day, what feeling words do you have? Is it exhaustion, overwhelm, burned out, stressed out, angry, resentful, frustrated, anxious, depressed? And maybe it's not. Maybe you're listening. You're like, no, I feel maybe it's a combination of things. Maybe it's like sometimes I feel overwhelmed. Sometimes I feel happy. Sometimes I feel at ease. Sometimes I don't. It's making sure you recognize how do I feel and then Asking yourself, how do I want to feel? How do I want to feel day to day? And really getting real with yourself around that. I want to feel ease. I want to feel peace. I want to feel calm. I want to feel connection. I want to feel joy. And maybe pick like your top two to four. Okay. And I have a whole system for this in LGA, like for you to actually find your core desired feelings, but find what you, you know what they are and they might shift a little day to day too, but really find what they are. And then what I want you to do is write down actions that connect to these feelings. So for me, um, connection is family dinner, um, time to talk with my husband at the end of the day, very intentional time with my kids, like playing a game or going outside, going for a walk, taking them to the pool, um, playing in the snow with them, all, all those just intentional kind of play, right? Um, I also, it's really important for me to feel a sense of calm. It's really like I thrive off of that feeling. So some things that connect to that are uh, sitting out back, just sitting outside, watching the birds, or sitting on the dock, watching the birds, <laughs> having a drink, usually like coffee or tea or even a glass of wine or some um, seltzer. I love seltzer with like a bunch of lemon in it. Um, just having something that feels really yummy and aligned with how I want to feel. Um, I love reading. I love lighting a candle and snuggling up in bed early for the night and reading a book. Um, even just sitting in the dark, I like waking up early 
and sitting with the quiet of the house before everybody wakes up. I really love that feeling. Or even in the evening when the whole house goes to sleep and just everything calms down. I love just sitting and observing the like the weight of that silence. It all brings me such a sense of peace. So I want you to write all those things down, the actions that go with this. And at this point is typically where some thoughts come in that block you. Like I don't have time to, I'm too tired to wake up early and do that thing. I, um, I don't have time to sit out back. There's too much to be done. And this is where I'm like, I can't get into this in 15 minutes because we're already at 12. (laughs) And this is where there's, this is the mentorship work. This is the coaching work. Um, This is work that you have to do on your own to really ask yourself, where are the blocks in my thoughts here? What thoughts are really keeping me stuck in this space? And it's really challenging those thoughts and learning to rewire them. And other things come up. You know, what comes up when you're sitting out back being still? Is it really that you don't have enough time and that you have too much to do? Or is it because you have a belief that if you're sitting still, you um, aren't enough? You're not a good enough mom. You're not a good enough housekeeper. You're lazy. What limiting beliefs are come up in that? That's the messy, unsexy work that we have to do in order to be able to feel the way we want to feel. So I want you to move through all of these feelings that come up and hearing this. And I really want you to observe how you look and look at and experience your time. And another thing I want you to really think about with these thoughts is throughout the day, when you have a feeling of I'm anxious, I'm depressed, I'm frustrated, I'm overwhelmed, I'm stressed out, right? The, the feelings that come up, I want you to pause and rewind and think, what was the thought that came before that? Because our thoughts are directly connected to our feelings, So that's where you can do some work even just throughout the day of, oh, I noticed that when I was sitting at the red light and thought I'm going to be late, that made me feel stressed out. So maybe the thought is, it's true, I'm running a little bit late, but I'm going to get there with dignity and apologies and keep going, (laughs) right? So you you can decide what you're, and then how does that make you feel? That makes me feel like I have permission to calm the F down right now because it's too exhausting to be stressed out about this. It just is what it is now. So I want you to really focus on how much power you have and how much control you have over how you actually feel and how you experience your time and your day. And that time is a construct. It's something we need. It is there. We need our masculine energy, but we need that feminine energy too. And you can find a really beautiful balance. So if you're like, I need to really understand how to do this, just know this is something we do work on in LGA. I will be opening the doors very soon. I can't give you an exact date because I actually don't know when this podcast is coming out, (laughs) but it is going to be later in August. So just know I take very limited spots for LGA. And I'd love for you to be a part of it or to just consider it or talk with me about it if you want to explore it more. Be sure to go to erinjoyceco.com slash Layered Growth Academy and you can read about all the details. And I'm so excited for the next cohort, the group of ladies who come in for this next group. Uh, and I will have the application open soon. So be sure you listen to the podcast. If you are not on my email list, be sure to sign up for that, erinjoyceco.com on the main page. And through my weekly emails, you will learn more about when doors open. Uh, and I will also share it here on the podcast. So have an amazing week. Be sure to reach out as always, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com. Treat others the way you want to be treated. And I will talk to you next week.